Hey everyone, welcome back. Happiness.me presents the Freedom to be Happy podcast. We at Happiness.me build happiness systems that create flourishing work cultures. One of the key elements of employee engagement is the bond or the camaraderie among the employees. One thing that has the power to unify humans is sports. It unites people. Today we have a leader who is a living proof of how a simple cricket match can transcend difference and unite people. A seasoned corporate strategist and thought leader, he is passionate about transformative education and comes with 25 years of diverse experience. There is a long list of achievements career-wise, but an even longer one of the people who admire him and respect him for his wisdom and passion. Please welcome truly a trailblazer and advocate for mental health at the workplace, Sharad Mehra, CEO, Asia Pacific Global University Systems. Very, very warm welcome, Sharad. Yeah, thank you, Sukhadeep. Thanks for all the words that you said about me. Makes you feel very happy when you hear uh, such lofty praises being being bestowed on you, deserved or not, that I don't know. But thank you and it's great to be on the show on a very interesting uh, platform. Fantastic. These are all true words, by the way. This is a little bit of spying that we do. So definitely every word is uh, true and we are so happy the kind of work that you are doing. So to begin with, Sharad, I'm personally intrigued by your very interesting journey from the Kanpur University days when you were an MBA student to becoming a very trusted treasure wherever you have worked. Tell us about it. What kind of dream were you nurturing when you were a student and what it feels like today? Well, it's, it's been uh, a rather longish journey now, 25 years, but it's always kind of exciting to reflect back on it and go back to those days uh, uh, as a student. And I think all of us really want to uh, do that. Uh, it was uh, interesting because it's, it started uh, when actually uh, before my MBA, when I, I was working in a, in a car dealership uh, in, in Kanpur, selling Maruti cars at that uh, time. So learned a lot during that uh, journey. Aspirations were like, you know, like everybody else to be successful, uh, not kind of really defining what that metric uh, would be. But perhaps in, at, at that time, it was more linked to all the material success that uh, you would get. And I used to kind of think, if salary then you know, life would, would certainly be uh, more happy. One word of wisdom doesn't happen that way uh, all the time. And then gradually, right. as I moved into the corporate world post my uh, MBA, which I did from Banaras in the University, uh, BHU, it's, it's been interesting, uh, you know, meeting people, doing interesting things, learning new things, visiting uh, about 40 countries of the world and you know, each one uh, a fabulous uh, uh, experience. So it's it's all, I would say, you know, thanks to God and, and uh, the well-wishers that I had at uh, the workplace and beyond that it's been a very interesting and exciting journey so far. Fantastic. You yourself are also into sports and you endorse it at your workplace, right? We've heard about the famous cricket match uh, and you've always encouraged uh, business leaders to do the same. Clearly, you're a believer in the active involvement of leadership to address employee concerns or employee engagement. Tell us what difference does it really make when a leader is proactively involved in the happiness of employees? Look, what I've always believed in 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 the power of the extracurricular. You know, so uh, even in in my in school and college days, I think I spent more time outside the classroom than inside, and that gave me a lot of insights and a lot of uh, learning. And if I look at the workplace, you know, a, a, a typical 
boardroom, there is only as much as you can uh, achieve. But when you start to interact with your uh, colleagues, with your team members in a different uh, setting, I think a different uh, bond emerges, a different connect uh, emerges, and the involvement uh, is is a lot more. And you know, you use the word involvement and engagement, and that's exactly what uh, happens. And I think in the in the real uh, in the real sense of the word. So on a sports field, uh, if you see. Uh, one very interesting thing about a sports field is that everybody is an equal. You know, all of you are contributing uh, towards it and you forget what your hierarchy uh, is and you are actually chasing a common goal, uh, which is no different from, from uh, the corporate work culture as well, where the organization is moving towards uh, a common goal. And therefore, when you do it on the sports field uh, with people uh, around you, the energy that you are able to bring uh, is something very different. And I've had... A lot of first-hand experience uh, around it, that the connections that are forged there, I think they are a lot more stronger than what you would typically do in an environment uh, inside a boardroom or in a typical uh, meeting. So when I uh, play with the boys, spend time uh, with them, I actually become one of them and their problems become mine. You know, I wish that my problems could also become theirs, but that doesn't happen uh, all the time. But it's a, a great experience uh, uh, for me, like even, even today. Uh, I've got a cricket match uh, uh, in the in the evening, and after the match, I've just invited uh, the, the the team for a dinner, which will probably finish uh, by midnight. But I know that you know that that camaraderie that will be there, the energy that will be there, that's kind of in some ways uh, unparalleled. So when you see on a sports field, you see a victor emerging. There's an image that comes to your mind: somebody who's like shouting, somebody who's like holding a trophy, and that whole excitement around there. Contrast it with with a corporate. If you do a big deal, uh, you know all yeah. you do is to do a handshake, you yes. know, with the energy missing uh, around it. And that's what you know. I I try to kind of have that same level of uh, energy within the organization as well, and using probably sports field to bring that energy. So interesting, really. I think all all what you said is so true. Like this Sochcast. Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. You also did uh, a women cricket match. You also encouraged that at one of your workplaces. Isn't that true? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, tell us. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. When, the, when the idea was first mooted, uh, uh, I was not a big supporter of the idea. Not that I don't okay. believe in, okay. in women's ability to play cricket. I wasn't sure that whether the idea would sell. You know, will will we'll, we'll have enough number of uh, teams participating uh, in it? And I was. Uh, hopelessly wrong at that time because the participation of our women in, in, in cricket was uh, probably more than what what uh, uh, you know the men's participation was the level of uh, uh, excitement the level of participation and the whole energy was completely different so we uh, did a series of matches and in, in fact it was a, a, a tournament of, of sort between different uh, departments within the organization and what was uh, uh, the most interesting part for me was that when the women's cricket uh, was being played, I think the participation of men were very high because they were like watching, cheering their uh, colleagues on on the ground, and the performance was was just uh, uh, amazing. And eventually, uh, our team of uh, you know our, our housekeeping staff, the gardening and the security staff, uh, won the uh, tournament, and and that really was the high point of their lives as well. And I recall a bus ride I had with them uh, in the evening. While we were going to a venue to celebrate uh, the, 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 them becoming champions, and I think one of the most fascinating rides that I had uh, with them, just kind of uh, 
talking to them as an as an equal, spending time with them, and really understanding what they stand for, what their aspirations are. So I think what uh, what was really happening was in some ways a transformation happening because of what happened on the cricket field. And it, it the the excitement of the cricket field uh, was forgotten, and a new excitement was there that of being inclusive and being part yeah. of uh, a larger organization yeah. and and being on the same platform as everybody else. Uh, which I think was was bigger than the game that uh, uh, we played, and kind of spread a message to so many others in the organization as well that you know we offer an equal opportunity uh, to everyone, and therefore all they have to do is to raise their hand, and the organization is there to support them. So fantastic! You know, this it's one thing to just say that you know we are an inclusive organization, and it's totally another thing when you actually uh, take action towards it. You don't have to say it; you know, people feel it. and i think that's the real work you know uh, to making an organization a happier organization sharad one more thing that i uh, you know wanted to check with you especially because you yourself uh, you know often speak about mental health at work there is obviously a rising need at uh, you know at workplaces for mental health we need to talk about it more we need to take action about it in fact post covid it has gained more prominence as people you know we're dealing with high level anxiety stress and also feeling the burnout so share with us your experience or perspective towards incorporating a sense of empathy uh, in the workplace uh, you know and in the way that leaders really lead see mental health and wellbeing i think is extremely important even before uh, covid it was important but i think covid gave it a kind of a mouthpiece to really talk about uh, what's happening uh, out there fundamentally if you if you look at our uh, lives and how a typical day is spent uh, it's quite stressful you know there's a, there's a getting up in the morning getting ready there's a longish commute uh, to work which in our traffic situation is always a struggle then of course a day full of uh, you know meetings and and things to be done and then again a long commute uh, back and then of course dealing with whatever one has to deal with so it's not only You know, physical uh, stresses also kind of takes a toll on your mental uh, health as well which leads to all kind of ailments it leads to you know, burnout as as you mentioned and often you know just feel uh, frustrated with all what is happening uh, around you uh, we did a survey within the organization a few years back and what came out that stress and that too in the age group of 25 to 35 which was really a revelation uh, was was the was the was the highest and that kind of really got me thinking is that as an organization what is our responsibility to uh, help our our colleagues deal uh, with with that uh, stress and one of the uh, the the thoughts that uh, i had was that when we in an organization is looking at the mental uh, well being or or happiness uh, in, in this case it's not just about happiness at the workplace you know it's it's not a switch that you switch on and switch off that okay workplace will make you happy and then there's a switch that turns off you go back and then you are in whatever state uh, in which you are because the fundamental belief is the organization has to take the onus of the response and, and the responsibility of happiness 24/7 and create all those ena- enablers that are there within the organization uh, to help the the uh, colleagues uh, get there so whether it's initiative like project happiness that we launched uh, some time back or giving opportunities for our colleagues to be either on the sports field you know being spending time with uh, each other or kind of spending time some time off the workplace uh, just to get to know each other and help each other in in this uh, journey became an important part of the culture of the uh, organization that's where i think it all uh, started now i think uh, as i look back a lot has been done but still 
a lot more that needs to be done so that fundamentally all the leaders and not just me in the organization realize that uh, it's an important responsibility that uh, they carry if they are kind of team leaders then they have to make sure that the mental well-being and happiness of the employees is also uh, a pr priority for them i will always believe that uh, someone who is happy is always more productive and and happy organization is where you have uh, happy people and when you have happy colleagues happy pe people in the organization you have happier customers so it's in some ways it's also linked to uh, the business goals of the organization as well so whenever you get a time come and uh, visit us you will see a lot of uh, you know smiles and cheers uh, uh, everywhere because happiness to us uh, matters fantastic like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store and i think when it starts at the grassroots level of an organization you know then rather than thinking you know of course the leader has to be happy but that doesn't mean that the leader has to be like you know super joyful or uh, you know in fact uh, that kind of happiness comes from a calm right this is not like super energetic and you know just uh you know rainbows and uh, you know things like that it's it's not really that right uh, the happiness that you are referring to is is the happiness which comes from that inner calm that inner joy the passion that you have for your work look absolutely right? happiness for for everyone essentially comes from within whether it's you or me or uh, anybody else i mean as leaders or as organizations we can create certain enablers uh, around it and also make people realize that it is important to uh, be happy it's important to be calm and at peace with yourself and get energized by what uh, you are doing and if that starts to happen then generally people you know start to feel uh, happier than what they are but i've also realized that happiness is contagious as well you know so if you are positive if you are Uh, joyful and if you are happy you are more likely to spread that but yes. you know if you're negative yes. then negativity is spread and that's something we kind of shamelessly use to to kind of spread positivity in the uh, environment so that uh, as a, as a as a whole the entire organization you know feels happy about it uh, and as far as the grassroots level uh, is is concerned i think the the real leadership sits at the grassroots level Uh, in any organization so if we take a very traditional view of the organization with somebody sitting at the top po yeah. possibly this is not who we are is kind of really being at that grassroots level and kind of having a relationship of uh, equals with with everyone brings a different level of uh, you know you know energy uh, out there joke you know in in, in a way uh, the energy that you get uh, from from hugging someone Yes. it's not the same energy that you get when you touch somebody's feet fantastic i'm loving this conversation and i'm learning so much uh and i'm sure all the listeners who are listening to this uh particular episode are really making notes you know because these are things that may sound very simple but uh, you know once you actually kind of apply it in your life they become like gems right So what a fantastic conversation but I'm not letting you go Sharad till the time we get into the quick five which is basically we get an opportunity to get to know you even better so are you ready Well okay I mean you can only be as much ready for you know a quick round of questions being fired at you so let's see how do I do and do I get a hamper at the end or <laughs> we'll send it across to you we'll send you a happy happiness All right, hamper All right happiness okay, hamper so okay thank you for that <laughs> All right so let's begin the quick five
any recent lesson you have learned from a younger generation huh okay this is not a quick 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 answer yes uh, i think it's it's really about the the passion and the the energy that sometimes uh, younger people are able to kind of bring uh, uh, to work and that kind of a never say die spirit that's out there they're not taking uh, no for an answer and going for the impossible i think that's something you know i think i learn every day when i seeing young people in action i totally agree youth is the way forward absolutely okay tell me if uh, you know i'm sure many many incidents must have happened but tell me that one very kind thing that someone ever did for you at the workplace uh kind, kind or an incident that you can you know that really warms your heart look i think uh, this this was not so long ago uh, and you know i have a little bit of a habit of you know knowing the names of people and and then kind of talking to them so i was kind of uh, talking to a receptionist in in one of our uh, units and i kind of spoke spoke to her and i remembered her name so i was just just really asking you know how you doing and i remember something that she had shared earlier so she she actually after that conversation uh, had a you know, tear in her eye and and what she told me that you know i've been working here for so many years and i can bet that so many leaders inside would not even know what my name is but you know my name you also know what my daughter is doing and you remembered and you came to ask what happened in her exams kind of makes me feel very very special and for me it was a usual conversation like like i, I would do but i think uh, it meant so much uh, to her and that kind of really touched my uh, heart and and i just just thought that uh, as leaders you know these are the kind of a conversation we should be uh, doing a little more often than we normally uh, do because some everything becomes kind of in a, in a way uh, taken for granted so that that was something that really touched my heart fantastic that's a beautiful story um tell me if an unhappy employee comes to you okay with a complaint or you know whining what is your first sentence to them well sit down let me listen to what what you are uh, uh, saying probably listening is the best thing uh, uh, out there sometimes you know, people just need to vent out their their feelings and and i could say a hundred humorous things and at this point in time but probably they're not going to work as much as listening to why the person uh, is is in that uh, state of mind and then if i can possibly offer a solution i'll 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 do that but first listening is important not trivializing the situation fantastic not not saying that yeah it's not such a big deal right wow fantastic yeah, i think that's something that. a lot of us do that yeah so yeah, listening yeah. Look, look, after having been married for 25 years you definitely know that it's not a smart thing to say <laughs> so talking about marriage that's exactly my next question what have you learned from your wife you have learned from the younger generation you've learned from so many other leaders but tell me what are you learning from your wife each day well all the areas of improvement that i have or i don't i've learned uh, from my partner uh, dealing with uh, situations uh, patiently is the second thing and uh, sometimes silence is the best uh, answer that's the third thing that i've uh, learned and it is a learning in process fantastic okay i hope she's listening to this podcast last question what does happiness mean to you sharad look uh, it it is uh, as you also mentioned some time back it's a state of you know calmness uh, and bliss where you are kind of uh, 
with yourself uh, at that point in time you actually forget about everything uh, else and you are in that motion in that flow of of things and where nothing really else matters than being uh, in the moment i think that that to me is uh, uh, real happiness and it can come from various sources and there could be various uh, triggers to do it but you you know it when you are uh, you know in that state and when you uh, achieve that so yeah probably that's what happiness to me is it's a state for you thank you so much sharad it has been a pleasure speaking with you we hope that global university systems can really shine even more brightly with your wisdom and guidance truly a very value creating conversation thank you once again thank you it was a pleasure to have this conversation with you and i hope uh, you are feeling happier after the conversation i certainly am uh, feeling happy after talking uh, to you and having this conversation thank you so much thank you i'm really feeling charged so that was sharad uh, ceo asia pacific global university systems a rather i would say a very profound value creating conversation really enjoyed every part freedom to be happy by happiness.me is now available on all leading podcast directories until the next episode please take care be safe and remember you have the freedom to be happy thank you very much